0: Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle and we're back with another episode of the first Scythe Magazine's podcast. And today I have the wonderful ladies of Lavender and Honey Kitchen, Naomi and Natalie. How good. are y'all? Hi, we're doing good.
1: Hey, thanks for having Our us. Our first
0: podcast ever. Yeah, yes, right. I'm so excited because <laughs> I know y'all are busy. So I am like honored that you took oh. the time to come chat with me today. Yeah, of <laughs> course, we're excited. So before we started recording, we were talking about how long it's been. So you guys have almost been in your new location for it'll be a year in December, right? Which is
2: hard to believe that like the end of the year is not that far away. I know <laughs> a year in December for that, but technically we've been in business over four years. Yeah, so because you started at Cobblestone, we did. We started in co- at Cobblestone, um, and then we did lots of pop ups, of course, around Winston mm-hmm. and throughout those
1: four years and yeah about 500 pop-ups in three and a half years really that
2: is so crazy wow (laughs) so and then finally we found a home in west end and And it is beautiful you Mm -hmm. but i'm just i love i say this all the time but i love the
0: businesses that are in that building like y'all are just the perfect fit for one another
2: i know it's it's true that everyone fits together really well our the contractor and owner of the building joe williams he did a really good job at sort of finding everyone that paired together really yeah. well.
1: So it was strategic. It
2: was. Yeah. It really
1: was. And he told us right from the beginning that he wants a group of people who feel like family. Yeah. And that is.
2: And they're all feel. women-owned businesses too. So yeah, I, love cool. is really I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I want
0: to back up a little bit. Lavender and Honey Kitchen, four years ago, what sparked
2: the idea to start this business? Well, we both had... Uh, unrelated <laughs> we both had quit our jobs and had nothing to do we were both I, ha- I hated my job and it was oh stressful God. and sh- same story with her and so at the time she had a food blog just on Instagram and she would make things at home I didn't know that yeah and post and so she had like this little following already mm-hmm. and so I moved back to Winston and we just thought well, we don't have anything to do. Uh, What's something fun that we can do together that we love? Maybe something for the community, and so we decided to maybe join the farmers market and bake some bake some mm-hmm. goods. And so yeah, and
1: it just happened that Updog Kombucha had just moved out of Beta Verde, the community kitchen where we started baking, and so that created a spot for us to have a place to bake. and oh. So we had a kitchen to bake, and we had a place to sell our baked goods, and so that's where we started.
0: That's awesome.
1: So our first thought was like, well, we'll try it until Christmas, <laughs> and if it doesn't work out or we hate it, then... All we've lost is our time. Yeah, and then by Christmas we were like, "Okay, we'd be stupid to turn our backs on this." Because
0: <laughs> Keep going. It was very successful. So let's back up a little more. For those who don't know, you guys are a mother-daughter duo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's. I want yeah. you to both introduce yourselves for people who are listening. So I'm Natalie
1: Gingrich, and I'm the daughter. And I'm Naomi. I'm the mom. (laughs) And I'm also the storyteller. And a lot of times people ask, like, who does your Instagram? She does the Instagram. That is my voice. I love
0: it that the daughter (laughs) doesn't do, like, that's so stereotypical.
2: But I love that
0: you do it.
1: That's amazing. I know.
2: She loves to do it. And, like, that's why... We have such a large following on there because she tells those stories and because she invites everyone into our family life. Like mm-hmm. she takes pictures on stories of our family boating day, you know. And so people kind of feel like they're following our family, too. And so that's brilliant. It's yeah. cute. That's like so people bro- will yeah. like point out my son <laughs> at the supermarket <laughs> like
1: by name. <laughs> just like, OK, well, maybe that's a little weird, but it's yeah. fun. And that's why they like it and we yeah my son and his wife were in Asheville recently and somebody came up to them and they're like you're with
0: lavender and honey aren't oh my god <laughs> how crazy to be like out of town and that happened
2: yeah, yeah. It's, but so it's people fun. like to feel like yeah intimate like yeah. they like they are right. in on your family yeah. sure times like yeah yes oh we cute. say
0: that all the time for the magazine people right. want to know they want to see the face behind the business yeah. they right. want to know about you as right. a human Yeah. So I think that's, that That is probably one of the reasons why you guys are so successful. Mm -hmm. For sure. I would agree. Thank you. Yeah. So, where did the name Lavender and Honey come from?
1: Well, that's a funny story (laughs) because people always ask us that, and it's really just so random. But (laughs) I had this group of foodie friends from around the world that, i just chat with most days and we just call ourselves the food sisters and so when i had this idea about doing the bakery our first thought was let's call it sweet rebel pie company because we were going to just basically bake hand pies we hadn't even thought about cinnamon rolls then (laughs) and so i was telling this to my friends and i was like you know people are telling us we should call it Sweet Rebel Pie Company, but I'm not really a rebel. like. And they're like, well, yeah, you're a rebel. You left the Mennonites. Like, what is that if not a rebel? So I just, like, said off the top of my head, I'd rather call it something romantic like Lavender and Honey Kitchen. And so the name stuck. And oh, my goodness. we decided on that. But, like, actually, it's perfect because, it and you can see this in our store
2: uh aesthetically and also through our food it's a little bit french lavender Mm -hmm. and a little bit homey honey so actually
1: it kind of works now it does work and speaking about the cinnamon rolls that's a funny thing i have to tell you because we were two weeks away i think from our first market at cobblestone and so natalie said one day she's like mom what about those cinnamon rolls that you always made for us growing up and She's like, "Why don't we make those?" And I said, "Do you think anyone would buy them?" <laughs> so we laugh about that now and because you, it is our signature and they're product. And there's so
2: much work. You were like, "They are so much work. Oh, we would no. never be able to do that." And but yeah, we ended up doing it and now that's what we're known for.
0: I would but imagine that cinnamon rolls are a lot. They are a lot of work. What's, the a most, what's the process? most complicated thing that you sell? Bakes good that you guys sell.
2: Oh, maybe
1: like pies. Pies think? are time consuming. Everything we, just, we so do is time, time consuming. consuming. We yeah. joke about that. Everything
2: but. is made by hand from scratch. We don't have a dough sheeter. We don't even process the dough in a food processor. We have ladies in our kitchen with working it with their hands, rolling wow. it out with rolling pins or it that. will not be the same. You cannot take shortcuts. And so everything mm-hmm. is super tedious, but pies yeah. are probably the, the fussiest. Maybe yeah, and sure. the and it has to and the berries like it has to be we use all local ingredients and like we use yeah. organic. I love that. Yeah, organic butter, locally milled flour. So yes, it right. It just takes a lot of time. Tell
0: us, I want to hear mm-hmm. what a day in the life is like
2: being mm-hmm. bakery owners. Oh, jeez. Well, are you both in the kitchen every day? Well, she's more in the kitchen. I'm more sort of in the front. I.
1: Mm-hmm
2: get my energy from people and customer service more. Mm -hmm. So I was really excited to be able to kind of get out there and spend most of my time out with people. So I'm typically out there in the front and, you know, every once in a while I'll spend a day in the kitchen and it's always a fun, um refreshing change again but she is typically in the back you know Mm -hmm. trying to keep her hands on things quality control and Mm -hmm. making sure nobody's
1: trying to take shortcuts (laughs) (laughs) it's so easy to do recipes like customers get excited when we have new things and so yeah yeah so like when we first started the business it was just the two of us and so we Mm -hmm. would get up at 2 a.m for wow Baking those cinnamon rolls and loading everything up for the market. But thankfully, those 2 a.m. days are over for us, and now we have other people who sure they don't I go mean, at 2. That's... Usually by 3, our bakery team is starting. Wow.
0: Yeah. I guess, I mean, that makes sense, but I had no idea. Yeah. 3 a.m., because what time do y'all open?
1: At 7
0: Seven, mm-hmm. and the line is usually out the door at some point during it the
1: day is, especially yeah. weekends yeah.
2: saturdays is and fridays can be pretty yeah. crazy
1: and but. we're so grateful for that because that took us by surprise we yeah. hoped that we would be busy but um we did have a loyal following of customers that we were pretty confident they would come to our store mm-hmm. but um Yeah, we're very grateful to the community for how everyone has embraced us. Oh yeah,
0: everybody loves lavender and honey. They definitely welcomed y'all with open arms. Thank you. So cinnamon rolls are a favorite, and you guys also have tons of teas
2: and coffees too. We do. We do. Yeah, we have. uh, We use Counterculture Coffee, and they're actually based out of Durham, and they roast all their beans in Durham. So Uh that's we were happy to use a local um, company like that. And then also, for our tea, we use local company tea and toast and she does all custom blends for us and they're all very special and they're all seasonal as well Mm -hmm. that's kylie right it is is. and
1: we love what is what we love about that is she will take like flavors of my childhood like i grew up with spearmint tea that i would go and pick in our garden every day and that's we had like a spearmint iced tea instead of like a southern tea it was like a spearmint iced tea and so she will take flavors like that that are just like such uh, memories of my childhood and she'll create special teas around those memories. So I we're very that. honored She's to have her. She's
2: really thoughtful and mm-hmm. she has the same sort of taste and she aesthetic, does. aesthetic as us. Yeah, she mm-hmm. does. And so it just yeah. is a good match.
0: She's sweet. Her husband's yeah. name is Kyle. I love Kyle and Kylie. I think that's like the cutest yeah. name. <laughs> <laughs> so Lavender and Honey Kitchen has it just been has it exceeded your expectations did you have any idea it would get this big or was this your like long
2: term vision well it was a dream for it to be super successful of course but i mean you always have doubts you know you feel really vulnerable opening up a space that is basically your heart out there yeah but like she mentioned before we just had no idea it was gonna be such a whirlwind and so so busy yeah so a lot we're still kind of working out the kinks and figuring that out um you know just figuring out
1: how to be perfect every day if we can yeah but it has been successful and we're very grateful we are
2: yeah what does the next five years look like for lavender and Mm -hmm. honey exciting that is a good question that's what we're trying to figure out now we are um we're in the process of Uh, hopefully trying to build out sort of a separate kitchen. Uh, We'd love to have a shipping program. We get asked all the time, do we ship products? But actually that's totally tricky. Yeah, it is tricky and it takes up so much space. If you think about all those packaging materials you have to have. Um, We are excited to eventually work with a, a national shipping program called Gold Belly. And but before we can do that, we just have to have an extra a separate space to do that so that'll be hopefully in the coming upcoming year um and then you know of course we'd love to see about maybe opening up a second or third location somewhere eventually because you said five years yeah so yeah Yeah. that's exciting yeah i love to hear people's growth plans yeah Yeah. very exciting so
0: for our last uh, few minutes i just want to get to know you ladies on a personal level so i'm going to ask y'all some fun questions okay okay would you rather give up all drinks except for water or give up eating anything that was cooked in an oven?
2: Oh. Okay. I know what you answer Yeah, be. I would totally say give up all drinks except for water because I don't drink anything else anyway. So it's so it would really be like nothing.
1: Normal. It would be
2: nothing. You don't drink tea? Um. Well, I do drink it. Um. If I maybe like socially or if like at night, if I'm like at my parents' house and we're just like having tea or something, but I don't crave it or like you'd be totally content with just water. Yeah. I drink and I drink so much water. Like I have this big thing that I just keep filled all day. I'm just like drinking it. That's
0: hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I just got this one and it's like 20, I think it's like 28 ounces. Yeah. And I get excited when I get new water bottles because it makes me drink
2: more. (laughs) It, It really does. Like even if you're bored and you just are sitting there and you have it, you'll drink it. Yeah. So, so it true. just helps you drink so you much soda. Yeah, oh, my
0: gosh.
1: Soda. I haven't yeah. drank
0: soda in a long time. Oh, yeah. Not, Not about same. it. No. Is your answer the same?
1: Uh, what was the second half of the question? I so was so distracted by her. Answer. It says, would you
0: rather give up all drinks except for water or give up eating anything that was cooked in an oven?
1: Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't eat baked goods. I, no, I couldn't give up. Yeah. But you I couldn't have it. coffee oh that's hard oh that's are you, you're a big coffee hard. girl i'm a big coffee person so yeah. well i might figure out a different way to do the bake goods <laughs>
0: like <laughs> over a, a fire somehow yes. yeah right. so yeah. coffee wins so
1: coffee wins that's it's the funny. coffee that would do it for me
0: i recently gave up coffee so i just do decaf oh. mm. and the caffeine was just not good for my anxiety same and it makes a big yeah. difference <laughs> but same. i did love coffee yeah, <laughs> same that's her deal too yeah Okay, what is your most unusual
1: talent? Oh, jeez. Uh, I know how to milk a cow by hand, if that matters. Really?
2: <laughs> uh, uh, uh.
1: That's impressive.
2: I, uh, all I can say is that I'm a really good rollerblader. Um, oh, that's funny. <laughs> and it's not unusual, I guess, maybe now, but back when I was... a uh, rollerblading it wasn't unusual but yeah. that's the only thing so that i could say i
0: think that's a special talent yeah, yeah. i like and a rollerblader i like it that. Tell, tell us about your <laughs> growing up
1: yeah so i was raised on a 50 acre dairy farm in ohio's amish country and i was the youngest of five kids by about 12 years wow so I was my dad's right hand. So you were kind
0: of like an only child. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Her sister is 20
1: years older than her. Yeah. (laughs) So basically, like my aunt. Yeah. But yeah, so I grew up milking cows, mucking out stalls, planting garden, baling hay, like all of those things. And then helping my mom in the kitchen. I was
0: going to say, and learning to bake. Uh, My
1: father, um, he always said, more is caught than taught. And so he had me follow him all around the farm and he had me help my mom in the kitchen and it wasn't like, okay, today I'm teaching you how to bale hay. No, I just learned because I was with him every day and I learned by watching and doing. That
0: is such a great, I've never heard that phrase, but I really love that because... Yeah, I know for me, I'm not really. When people tell me, like, talk at me and tell me what to do, I kind of like zone out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's a great way to learn. Mm. I like that. Yeah. So, did you
2: always have an interest in baking? Mm, Not really. I
1: Well, of course, I would. Or cooking. I would
2: help my mom and my grandma in the kitchen, but I, I guess I wouldn't really say I had an interest in it. I loved cooking, though, because that is a little easier more experimental I you can agree. just throw some stuff Baking's together and true. yeah and then it usually works out but yeah. baking it's like you need to know what you're doing oh, exactly
1: because yeah. yeah. it's not so, going to work if, it,
2: if you miss up those yeah. measurements exactly. and it's so
1: disheartening if it doesn't turn out <laughs> yeah you know? i get well, an anxiety some more salt i get it. anxiety if i have to bake cooking <laughs> yeah i yeah. Can cook my rear end off but yeah but baking just scares the bejesus out it of It d- It is
2: hard. And then once you get everything mixed up, then it's actually the hard part because then you have to bake it perfectly like right. the, we hover the over the special our thing about lavender and honey kitchen goods are that we know when to take them out of the oven yeah y- if you over bake anything even just a little bit it's not going to be the same thing yeah it's just not yeah, yeah. i can and see that. that
1: is something we always tell our bakers you can't just set no. a timer and think okay when the timer goes off no. it's done no but
0: you also can't open up the door because then you'll let yeah. the air out so you just i guess look in there
2: yeah, well, you set your timer maybe like five minutes before you think that it should be done, and then you just kind of babysit it. I mean, yeah, hovering. Just,
0: yeah, <laughs> just a helicopter mom yes, for, yeah. the, <laughs> for the baby. Every best. one of our items
2: uh, deserves a helicopter mom. <laughs> That's huge. So, yeah.
0: so, cinnamon rolls, I would argue, are the most, what you're most well known for, yeah. most popular. What are some of the runner up items that have kind of unexpectedly gotten really
2: popular? Unexpectedly are scones because everyone is used to scones being sort of chalky and dry and kind of boring. Dense. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Ours are actually really moist and, uh, you know, some are like, we have some biscuit scones. Some of them are Mm -hmm. cakey scone. So those have actually become a real favorite And I think it's
1: because of my love of all things English and I have some good friends from London and so we've exchanged recipes and so some of our scones are actually authentic British recipes, but it's just, yeah, I've always loved a good scone, but that is true. They sell almost as much as our cinnamon rolls. Wow, I did not realize
2: that. Yeah, it was a surprise to us, too. Yeah,
1: they're pretty good. And then cakes and pies, of course. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So what is your favorite
0: recipe to to eat? Not to
1: make, but to To eat? Yeah, I would say our cinnamon rolls. Yeah. It's such a childhood memory, My dad and I would go get cinnamon rolls from an Amish bakery every week, and so I think that is just because it's so nostalgic, Mm -hmm. and that's what we often say, that that is our goal, that when people taste our products, it should remind them of, like, Oh, that tastes like my grandma. Yeah, or it should yeah. remind them of family or the
2: Ratatouille moment. Yes. Yeah. That's right. if you've seen that movie where the food critic takes a bite and he's transported back to his mom's table, mm-hmm. that's kind of our goal for all of our customers. We want them to have that Ratatouille moment. Yeah, when I they love eat our that. food, because yeah. that's the beauty yeah. of
0: eating food is that you yeah. do want it to bring back yes. those memories. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Same with like music. There's so many things mm-hmm. that goes yeah. for.
2: What about you? What's your favorite? Um, actually. I just got done telling someone today. I think my favorite thing might be the salted honey pie. Oh, I haven't had that yet. Yeah, it's really special and it's really comforting. And the texture—it's like it's custardy, and it's just unlike anything you've ever had. It's really different.
1: But I also the taste of the honey shines through, and so I think that's the comforting part. Back to your childhood, because my dad, her grandpa, had honey with every meal, like. Oh, that how
2: cool. Just, yeah. So it does remind me of, you know, my childhood. I love that. Yeah, it's my favorite. So my last
0: question, I love asking this question. What do you think it takes
2: to make a person happy? It's a deep question. I think it just takes knowing you're, or feeling like you have a purpose and feeling like you're taking steps towards that. Like having a clear idea of what your purpose is. Yeah. I think makes. And that's just me speaking from personal experience of what has made me happy is mm-hmm. when I know I'm in the right place for mm-hmm. sure. Well, cause you went from not being happy in yeah. your job yeah. and yeah. now, yeah, I have a
0: similar story. I did my uh, student teaching. I wanted to be a teacher. I thought I wanted to be a teacher. I did student teaching and I was like, no, this is not for me. And, but I'm, I'm grateful for the experience because otherwise I wouldn't have known. Yeah. And now I'm so grateful to be in a job that I love. Yeah. So it's nice to have like the
1: contrast. Both, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. What about you? I think
1: I would say, on a less serious note, that I think food can make you happy. Mm -hmm.
0: I like that Um, answer.
1: And I think just looking back at last year's pandemic, I think that's why people craved comfort food—is they felt sad and lonely, maybe Mm -hmm. depressed, and just like sinking their teeth into a good cinnamon roll. Like I mean, it just—I mean, that's where the that's where the
0: phrase "comfort food" came from, you know? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think y'all have the ultimate comfort food for sure. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so tell us where, for people who may not know, I'm sure most do, where they can find you guys online, on social media, physically, where
2: this where the bakery is. Yeah, you can look us up on Instagram, Lavender and Honey Kitchen. Same with Facebook. And then we're located right off of West End Boulevard, right before you get into downtown, four oh one West End Boulevard, right by the road. Beautiful building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice crisp white building with our striped black and white umbrellas outside and yeah. flowers. Yeah. Y'all did such a great job with the design.
0: Oh thank I thank really like I was so
1: happy to finally see something done with that yeah, building. Yeah, I was nice. I spent a lot of time. I spent a lot of time on that side of the town and driving by there was depressing. Oh, yes. And the Freeman commercial real estate sign up yeah, on the top yes. for so long. Yeah. So. And
0: now it's this like bright just building to the west yeah. end that's my dream to live in the west end area someday i just yeah. like yes. i love that area i do too. i'd like to live there as well yeah well, thank you, yeah. ladies, so much for coming thank to you, chat Brooke. with me. Yeah, it was fun. It was a joy. So be sure to find Lavender and Honey on Instagram, on Facebook. Go check out the bakery if you have not been yet. Oh, my gosh, you are missing out. It is so good. And as always, you can find Forsyth Mags on social media as well, at Forsyth Mags on all the platforms and ForsythMags.com.
2: And that is a wrap for today.